안녕하세요. Good morning, good morning, my dear brothers and sisters. Clergy and ambassador for peace. 안녕하십니까. Today, I'd like to talk about the path of life for all humankind from True Mother's Anthology, Volume 2. Let's study. The path of life for all humankind. Love is the only power that can bring all beings into a state of mutual attraction. Here, love refers to true love, which every being in the entire universe welcomes. True love is the type of love that is publicly endorsed by God, the angelic world, things of creation, and all people. If we were to cover the entire universe with a blanket of love, no being would want to crawl out from under that blanket. From this perspective, it is clear that the creation of the universe and life itself originated from true love. When human beings reach the state of consciousness in which they are able to love the universe, all the doors of the universe open to them. For example, I am just a tiny being occupying this space right here. However, centered on love, I can have a reciprocal relationship with a being of any size or magnitude. Let us say that God is an extremely large being. Then, by the power of love, I can rise to a position reciprocal to that of the absolute God. This is possible because love is an attribute of God. Thus, a person who recognizes and keeps God's confident of love can enjoy freedom anywhere in the universe. A person who is intoxicated with God's love can examine a single grain of sand for a thousand years without ever being bored. Such a person will see light radiating from his or her own hand. When lying alone at night, a person feels as if he or she is lying on a golden bed and radiating golden light. This may sound unbelievable, yet it is true. If you reach this state, you can stand on a hilltop and feel that all creation is cheering to welcome you. Have you ever experienced this? The thought that we are born into a universe of love not only gives us a feeling of infinite happiness, it also makes us want to proclaim to the world, hey, look at me. God was working in the laboratory and made the most ideal, most sensational discovery. That discovery is each one of us. Yeah. Then what is the phenomena that that happen when we reach the state of experiencing true love? What kind of the phenomena will appear? I will experience all the doors of the universe open, the, open to me. Centering on love, I will feel that I have a joint common and equal reciprocal relationship with a being of any size or, or you know, mag, uh, magnitude, magnitude. I can examine a single grain of the sand for a thousand years without ever being bored. I will see the light 
meditating from my own hand. Now, when lying alone in the dark night, I feel as if I am lying on a golden bed and a radiating golden light. I can stand on a hilltop and feel that all creation is cheering to welcome me. The thought that uh, we are born into a universe of love not only gives, our, uh, gives us a feeling of infinite happiness, it also makes us want to proclaim to the world, hey, look at me, beautiful phenomenon. When we can reach this kind of the level, this is really incredible. Father have this kind of the experience all the time. Living divine principle, uh, the meaning of freedom from the viewpoint of the principle. Let's study EDP. Freedom. freedom? Okay, please. Freedom and the human fall. The meaning of freedom from the viewpoint of the principle. What is the meaning of true freedom? In light of the principle, three characteristics of freedom stand out. First, there is no freedom outside the principle. Freedom requires both free will and the free actions pursuant to that will. Free will and free actions have the relationship of internal nature and external form, and perfect freedom is achieved when they are in harmony. Therefore, there cannot be any free action without free will, nor can free will be complete without free actions to accompany it? Free actions are generated by free will, and free will is an expression of the mind. The mind of an original sinless person cannot operate outside of God's words, that is, the principle. It will never express free will or generate free action apart from the principle. Uh, undoubtedly, the freedom of a true person never deviates from the principle. There is no freedom without responsibility. Human beings created according to the principle can reach perfection only by fulfilling their responsibility based on their free will. Accordingly, a person pursuing the purpose of creation as prompted by his free will ceaselessly strives to carry out his portion of responsibility. There is no freedom without responsibility. There is no freedom without accomplishment. When human beings exercise freedom and carry out their responsibility, they strive to accomplish results which complete the purpose of creation and bring joy to God. Free will ceaselessly pursues concrete results through free actions. Let's study Father's word. The freedom cannot deviate from the principle, the direction, and the purpose. How did you view the providence? You viewed it as you like. You didn't care about the world and the center. You are lunatics, living lunatics. You are insane in the past. Is it the freedom that a man and a woman live together? No. The freedom means to be united and turned, centering on the axis. That is the freedom. You have to know it. Where is the freedom? The freedom that you do as you like is the destruction. There is no freedom 
that deviates from the principle without the direction and the concept of the purpose. You have to know the fact that you cannot deviate from the principle, the direction, and the purpose. In such a place, the freedom can exist. The order is needed for the freedom. Everybody says about the freedom. You may say, why is the order needed for the freedom? The order is needed for the freedom. First, the order has to be established. Then, the freedom should be under the order. You have to know it. Without the principle and the order, there is no freedom. Therefore, if the partner is your parent, there has to be the order to your parent. There should be the order to your parent. We have to remain faithful by laws, and the freedom can exist in the ideal through the law, not in the position without regulations by the law. All of you may say, I will do whatever I want. I don't care about my parents. I don't care about my teachers. I don't care about my country. I don't care about my school. I don't care about anything. I have no concerns. However, you cannot do that. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Deviating from the principle and doing as you like is not freedom but destruction. There is no freedom that deviates from the principle without direction centered on the will and the concept of the purpose. The order is absolutely needed for the freedom. First, the order has to be established. Then the freedom should be under the order. Even in the family, there is order to your parents. If you are a couple, there is order to your partner. Like so, everything must be uh, regulated by the heavenly laws. Debating from the heavenly law and doing as you like is not freedom. So here talking about freedom and responsibility and the uh, live a life according to the original mind, right? And then you will enjoy freedom whenever you follow your original mind. You, when you follow the, your conscience, you can feel really incredible joy. You can feel always freedom. If you live a life according to the evil mind, you will lose freedom. Therefore, you should not commit a sin. If you commit a sin, you will lose freedom and will be enslaved by Satan. That's why where there is sin, there is no freedom. Completely controlled by Satan. That's why do not commit sin. You can feel true freedom only when you pray and are so grateful, right? Where there is a gratitude, you can feel your heart is really free. You can relate to anyone. You can relate to God. That's why oh, always we need to have the prayerful heart and grateful heart and joyful heart. We know when we carry on attack on the heart, you can fulfill freedom. God cannot enjoy freedom in the realm of evil dominion. Only in the realm of the principle can he enjoy freedom. This is why he could not intervene in the fall of human beings. God cannot deal with evil things at all. He cannot intervene. 
Only God can intervene something. There is a really good things and good condition God can intervene. That is evil condition, the realm of the evil dominion. God cannot do anything because evil not belong to God. Do you understand what, do you understand what I'm talking about? The realm of the evil dominion not belong to God. We need to understand why God couldn't intervene in, in the fall of the human being. Only when I am in the realm of the principle can, uh, can God freely help me. That's why I need to create that kind of uh, environment, that kind of realm of the principle. Then God freely, anytime can intervene, can help me to God. Being in the realm of the fall is like he is in the middle of hell. Uh, under the Satan's realm, God cannot do anything. Only he can show the power under the realm of the principle. The reason why God uh, endowed the human with the freedom is uh, in order for them to fulfill the three blessings. That is the purpose of creation. There is a freedom only in absolute faith, absolute love, absolute obedience centered on God. The responsibility of humankind is let God be free. When we fulfill our portion portion of responsibility, when we realize it, the true love, God really freely, freely can intervene. He can come down to me anytime, can get along together. Today's youth ministry fundraising is training to restore the heart. I think our heavenly honey, <coughs> you know, our, all the, our uh, the youth members and GPA team need to listen about that. this content. is very, very important. So let's study. Convey heaven's blessing through fundraising products. Fundraising is exercise to love all things. And at the same time, it is exercise to restore my heart. The fundraising products we sell to people of the world are products of blessings that heaven gives to them. With these fundraising products as a medium, heavenly fortune will come to those people which can connect them to God and true parents. Fundraising will do the work of heaven to connect blessings to them through these fundraising products. Even though it is a very small condition, whoever buys these fundraising products of love will find blessings coming to their individual and family. That is why in fundraising, you should not just try to sell things. Before selling things, if you think about how to connect others to heaven's blessings, their ancestors will welcome you. Also, one who conveys blessings also needs to first think about how to touch those people's hearts. If the other person is simply touched, they will buy things. Yeah. Fundraising is a, an exercise to love all things. At the same time, it is an exercise to restore my heart. Since a human being fell to an inferior position to all things due to the fall, we must restore our heart through all things. We need to think that the fundraising products we, we, uh, we, uh, we sell to the people of the world are products of the blessing. Blessing product. Fundraising product is a blessing product that heaven gives to them. With these fundraising products as a medium, 
heavenly fortune will come to those people which can connect them to God and to parents. Therefore, people who buy fundraising products from our members create a condition or condition to receive heavenly fortune. That's why we need to set up the condition. Anyone buy my fundraising product, you know, which is a blessing product, surely they will receive a heavenly fortune. You need to have absolute conviction and faith when you're selling the heavenly product. We are selling heavenly blessing product. Anyone receive it? Anyone buy it? They surely they have a condition to receive heavenly fortune because we are representative of God. We are representative of true parents. That's why all spiritual world ancestors, they really welcome us. Even though it is a very, very small condition, whoever buys these fundraising products of love will find the blessing coming to uh, their individual and family. That's why you should not just think of the fundraising as selling things and making money. Before selling things, if you think about how to connect others to heaven's blessing, their ancestors will welcome you. That's why one who delivers items of the old things need to do so with a clear belief, absolute conviction that they are giving heaven's blessings. However, since secular or uh, secular people are not prepared to receive blessing, you must first think about how to touch their heart. If the other person is simply touched, the doors to their heart will open and they will surely buy things. You know, according to my experience, you know, when I was, was very young, I really pray uh, before going to the, uh, the fundraising area, right? And I pray anyone buy this, uh, our, my fundraising item, is a, which is a really blessing item and blessing product. Please, Heavenly Father, you know, mobilize their ancestors to welcome me and welcome me and buy. I'm not just only selling that about the, some small products to them. This is a become like a mediator between God and them. So I really seriously pray. And then some lady come to me and welcome me, saying that, wow, last night I saw you. You come to my home. You see, this kind of happening. This kind of phenomena. That's why before going to fundraising, you need to pray a lot. Heavenly Father, I, I am conveying heavenly blessing to the people. You need to have that kind of conviction. Surely, you know, you know how you know, you know, outside people when they can meet godly people, we are representative of God in their whole life. Sometimes you can meet, sometimes you cannot meet. So that's why we are so precious. We are delivering, we are conveying God's blessing to them. Next, the purpose of doing fundraising. The purpose of fundraising is not to sell the products I have, but to convey God's blessings to people. To be good at fundraising, you must first be good at greeting. First greet the person with a very warm and joyful smile and say, hello, may the peace of God be upon your family. If you greet them warmly like this, the person will rather comfort you. Oh my, it's so cold, but you're working so hard. How may I help you? Then, if you say, 
all my life, I've lived immaturely, just receiving money from my parents. But now I'm out here fundraising to experience my parents' hardships and efforts on how difficult it is to make money. There will be someone who will be moved. There will be cases when one of those people will say, I also have a child at home. I hope they grow up like you. My child couldn't do that. Mm. To be good at a fundraising, you must start by greeting people with a wealth, well so that you can open the door to their heart. First, greet the person with a very warm and joyful smile and say hello. May the peace of God be upon your family. You need to show always a bright face, smiling face, joyful face. You are so serious face. Then how can you sell heavenly blessing product? When you're giving the gift, blessing product, wow, you need to have a joyful heart with a smile, big smile, even though they persecute you, insult to you, you know, treat all kinds of other way, you still keep your smile and keep really your warm heart, you know? Then according to the situation, this is your righteous condition. No matter what, I'm keeping my smiling, joyful heart and with warm heart, okay? If I greet them warmly that the heart to give them blessing, there will be times when they will rather comfort me. You need to know that this is a conveying heavenly blessing to them. And at the same time, it is a training to restore your heart. You must study how to convey your sincerity. Even though you have the heavenly blessing product, you also your portion of responsibility. Someone, even though you know, uh, so, uh, oppose you, but how can I convince them? How can I move them? This is your portion of responsibility, right? And when the, the other person is moved by you, and how to open the door to their heart? If you say all my life, for example, this is also true. One of the I'm um, restore, you know, to restore my heart need to be sincere also. If you say all my life I I have lived immaturely, just receiving money from my parents, but now I am I am out here fundraising to experience my parents' hardships, effort on how difficult it is to make money. This is true also, you know, you yeah, your individual level, also selling we are gotcha product, also, you know, to restore my heart, you need to have really experienced hardships, parents' hardships. God's hardships, true parents' hardships, right? You know, there will be someone who will be moved if you show that kind of attitude. The next one. Fundraising is training to restore the heart. While doing fundraising, you might be rejected a lot and even cursed at. On the contrary, some people will welcome you and buy from you. If you say that you came to experience how difficult it is to make money and how much your parents went through hardship to make money, there will be people who not only buy one product, but several. In that case, how should you act? Then if you say, no, I'll just leave one product with you. I'm not trying to sell a lot of these products. I cannot do that because if I sell a lot all at once, I'll think that making money was easy. How would that person take that? Do not 
do that conditionally, but you must do so sincerely. All things are the substances of love. The purpose is to restore my heart through fundraising. Fundraising is training to restore my heart through hardships. Making money means restoring my heart. So in order to make money, that is love, you must invest your heart. Therefore, rather than trying to make money, restoring love through hardships is fundraising. Yeah. While uh, doing fundraising, you might be rejected a lot and uh, even be cursed at. But as you are rejected and cursed at by people, you will experience how many righteous people in history so far have suffered much injustice while doing the right thing. You need to have the grateful heart as you think about how you can have a good experience of how true parents came to this earth as righteous people and how much persecution, opposition, and suffering they, uh, they face. Fundraising is a training to restore the heart. Therefore, you also need to experience how difficult it really is to make money and how hard our parents struggle to make money. If you go around for the sake of the training to restore your heart, you will experience many things. If you think that the purpose of the fundraising is to make money, there might be external results, but there will be a nothing that becomes a plus to your spirit. Since fundraising is the course to train yourself, going to the hardship is the purpose. Therefore, you must voluntarily take the path of the uh, penance so if uh, someone try to buy many of your products, do not be happy, but just leave them with only just one item of your product. This is because the purpose of the my fundraising training is not to bring substantial result, but training myself through the hardships. If you just sell things easily, you might think of the everything as, uh, as easy. Do not do these things conditionally but try uh, doing so sincerely. Then you will train yourself to restore your heart through the all things. Do not think of the making money as simply making money, but think that it is something to restore your heart. To receive money, that is love. You must invest your heart. Therefore, rather than train, uh, the trying to make money, trying to restore love through hardships, is the restoration of all things. Wow, today is a very beautiful guidance. I think we may not much relate to the senior people, but I think many young people are now listening and also doing fundraising. That's why I want to share about the attitude of the fundraising. Thank you very much. God bless you. Thank you so much, Dr. Young, for that wonderful message this morning. So now we're gonna to go to our living testimony, which will be given by Kyungmi Cienfuegos, who's on her their first year on GPA from Paraguay, the 21 day. Uh, my name is Kyungmi Cienfuegos. I'm from Dallas, Texas, and I'm a first year participant here on GPA. Oh uh, yes, so <laughs> I'm here in my mission country, Paraguay, and currently, me and my nation are here in Leda, uh, the promised land, uh, the Garden of Eden. 
Yes. Um, so yeah, this experience so far has been like really fun. Uh, but not only has it been fun, but really uh, blessed. Uh, I think like a lot of people like really willing to give here in this country. So yeah, I was really excited to come here. Uh, my mom was a missionary in Paraguay from 1997 to 1999. So like understanding that we were walking different courses, but uh, like really having like admiration for like the difficulty that she went through and also the other past missionaries who, yeah, just like really wanted to invest into this country. Uh, yeah. I feel like like if it wasn't for her coming here, like she wouldn't be the person who she is today. Um, yeah, so really grateful that God really put uh, placed both of us here. Uh, like her really growing her relationship with God and her parents in Paraguay, and me really developing this like heart of wanting to grow on GPA. So I feel like God like really. So it guided us and gave me this opportunity to you know, just like be able to see how much this country has really flourished uh, since I don't know like 20, 23 years ago. Yeah. So overall, these past few days, uh, we've uh, mostly been traveling, but from time to time we also stopped through different places. So the places that we've gone through so far is Asuncion, Loma Plata, Puerto Olimpo and the boat right here, Talena. So, uh, Asuncion, we just got here on, on the airplane, but Loma Plata was where we like started doing some things. So that's when we started going to museums, really learning about the history, about the Mennonites who helped like, teach Christianity to the natives. Uh, like through them, I feel as if like they're like, were able to really like pour out their hearts to these natives so that they can like, uh, like understand Christianity and like with that they'll be able to like hopefully be able to receive like true parents uh, yes but uh, after that on our way to Leda we also stopped by for Trulimpo uh, so there we were able to see the water tower uh, they uh, national messiahs there they helped lift up the water tower and yeah even though it's kind of rusted down like it's still like a memorable place where i could kind of connect to my mom too as she was there like witnessing the event there and along the way we were able to meet some nice people so we met sano san and peter paolo so sano san and peter paolo both were people who really worked with your father like on his mission to like south america yeah so really grateful for them and for like really guiding us and sharing their heart out to their experiences with true father uh, so yeah uh, in the future really looking forward to all the service projects and activities that we're gonna do so yeah but my internal goal here in paraguay is to inherit true parents heart of giving um, why I chose it was so that I could really be able to be selfless and yeah, really be able to give back as much as I can to this country. Mm. Uh, I think like a small uh, event that happened was so like out of all everybody in my nation, like I'm 
like mostly the only one who can speak Spanish or like really translate and yeah just like really being able to connect to other people through like me like being this vessel so that like they'll be able to yeah really understand like each other yeah I think that's just like um, like really being able to be selfless really deny myself to just like really help out other people like without even thinking much about it yeah so it's just like some like some small something small that happened but something that like I really want to continue to work on so I really be able to be like selfless like true parents were yeah so yeah really looking forward to these next few weeks and for the rest of GPA as well so thank you Wow, thank you so much, Kungmi, for that beautiful testimony. It was lovely seeing how much you were putting your heart into your mission. So thank you so much. And thank you, Dr. Young, for your beautiful message this morning. Something that I took away from your talk this morning is that if you live in the grace of God in the realm of true parents, then love can dwell and your mind can be at peace. And that one of those ways is by restoring our hearts through other people, by living for the sake of others. And that if we prepare our hearts, before going out into the world, then God can really land and God can spread his love. So thank you so much, Dr. Young. 안녕하세요. Good morning, good morning, my dear brothers and sisters, clergy and ambassador for peace. 안녕하십니까? Today, I'd like to talk about the path of life for all humankind from True Mother's Anthology, Volume 2. Let's start it. The path of life for all humankind. Love is the only power that can bring all beings into a state of mutual attraction. Here, love refers to true love, which every being in the entire universe welcomes. True love is the type of love that is publicly endorsed by God, the angelic world, things of creation, and all people. If we were to cover the entire universe with a blanket of love, no being would want to crawl out from under that blanket. From this perspective, it is clear that the creation of the universe and life itself originated from true love. When human beings reach the state of consciousness in which they are able to love the universe, all the doors of the universe open to them. For example, I am just a tiny being occupying this space right here. However, centered on love, I can have a reciprocal relationship with a being of any size or magnitude. Let us say that God is an extremely large being. Then, by the power of love, I can rise to a position reciprocal to that of the absolute God. This is possible because love is an attribute of God. Thus, a person who recognizes and keeps God's confident of love can enjoy freedom anywhere in the universe. A person who is intoxicated with God's love can examine a single grain of sand for a thousand years without ever being bored. Such a person will see light radiating from his or her own hand. When lying alone at night, a person feels as if he or she is lying on a golden bed and radiating golden light. 
This may sound unbelievable, yet it is true. If you reach this state, you can stand on a hilltop and feel that all creation is cheering to welcome you. Have you ever experienced this? The thought that we are born into a universe of love not only gives us a feeling of infinite happiness, it also makes us want to proclaim to the world, hey, look at me. God was working in the laboratory and made the most ideal, most sensational discovery. That discovery is each one of us. Yeah. Then what is the phenomena that that happened when we reached the state of experiencing true love? What kind of the phenomena will appear? I will experience all the doors of the universe opened open to me. Centering on love, I will feel that I have a joint common and equal reciprocal relationship with a being of any size or, or you know, mag, uh, magnitude. I can examine a single grain of the sand for a thousand years without ever being bored. I will see the light radiating from my own hand. Now, when lying alone in the dark night, I feel as if I am lying on a golden bed and a radiating golden light. I can stand on a hilltop and feel that all creation is cheering to welcome me. The thought that uh, we are born into a universe of love not only gives, our, uh, gives us a feeling of infinite happiness, it also makes us want to proclaim to the world, hey, look at me. Beautiful phenomena. When we can reach this kind of the level, this is really incredible. Father have this kind of the experience all the time. Living divine principle, uh, the meaning of freedom from the viewpoint of the principle. Let's study EDP. Freedom? freedom? Okay, please. Freedom and the human fall. The meaning of freedom from the viewpoint of the principle. What is the meaning of true freedom? In light of the principle, three characteristics of freedom stand out. First, there is no freedom outside the principle. Freedom requires both free will and the free actions pursuant to that will. Free will and free actions have the relationship of internal nature and external form, and perfect freedom is achieved when they are in harmony. Therefore, there cannot be any free action without free will, nor can free will be complete without free actions to accompany it. Free actions are generated by free will, and free will is an expression of the mind the mind of an original sinless person cannot operate outside of God's words, that is, the principle. It will never express free will or generate free action apart from the principle. Undoubtedly, the freedom of a true person never deviates from the principle. There is no freedom without responsibility. Human beings 
created according to the principle, can reach perfection only by fulfilling their responsibility based on their free will. Accordingly, a person pursuing the purpose of creation as prompted by his free will ceaselessly strives to carry out his portion of responsibility. There is no freedom without responsibility. There is no freedom without accomplishment. When human beings exercise freedom and carry out their responsibility, they strive to accomplish results which complete the purpose of creation and bring joy to God. Free will ceaselessly pursues concrete results through free actions. Let us study Father's work. The freedom cannot deviate from the principle, the direction, and the purpose. How did you view the providence? You viewed it as you like. You didn't care about the world and the center. You are lunatics, living lunatics. You are insane in the past. Is it the freedom that a man and a woman live together? No. The freedom means to be united and turn centering on the axis. That is the freedom. You have to know it. Where is the freedom? The freedom that you do as you like is the destruction. There is no freedom that deviates from the principle without the direction and the concept of the purpose. You have to know the fact that you cannot deviate from the principle, the direction, and the purpose. In such a place, the freedom can exist. The order is needed for the freedom. Everybody says about the freedom. You may say, why is the order needed for the freedom? The order is needed for the freedom. First, the order has to be established. Then, the freedom should be under the order. You have to know it. Without the principle and the order, there is no freedom. Therefore, if the partner is your parent, there has to be the order to your parent. There should be the order to your parent. We have to remain faithful by laws, and the freedom can exist in the ideal through the law, not in the position without regulations by the law. All of you may say, I will do whatever I want. I don't care about my parents. I don't care about my teachers. I don't care about my country. I don't care about my school. I don't care about anything. I have no concerns. However, you cannot do that. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Deviating from the principle and doing as you like is not freedom but destruction. There is no freedom that deviates from the principle without direction centered on the will and the concept of the purpose. The order is absolutely needed for the freedom. First, the order has to be established. Then the freedom should be under the order. Even in the family, there is order to your parents. If you are, are a couple, there is order to your partner. Like so, everything must be uh, regulated by the heavenly laws. Debating from the heavenly law and doing as you like is not freedom. So here talking about freedom and responsibility. And the, uh, live a life according to the original mind. 
right? And then you will enjoy freedom whenever you follow your original mind. You, when you follow the, your conscience, you can feel really incredible joy. You can feel always freedom. If you live a life according to the evil mind, you will lose freedom. Therefore, you should not commit a sin. If you commit a sin, you will lose freedom and will be enslaved by Satan. That's why where there is sin, there is no freedom. Completely controlled by Satan. That's why do not commit sin. You can feel true freedom only when you pray and are so grateful, right? Where there is a gratitude, you can feel your heart is really free. You can relate to anyone. You can relate to God. That's why always we need to have the prayerful heart and grateful heart and joyful heart. We know when we carry on that kind of heart, you can fulfill freedom.